welcome to Today on Broadway for Tuesday, March 27th, 2018. I am Broadway World's Julie Musback. And I am Broadway star's James Marino. All right, so we've got quite a few things to talk about today. Why don't we jump right in? All right, first up in the news, uh, Shana Taub to celebrate album release at Joe's Pub. Yes, so Shana Taub will independently release her second full-length studio solo album, Die Happy, on Tuesday, May 1st, 2018. Huh? Die happy on Tuesday? Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> really? It's just, It's called they... die happy. Oh. Oh, die happy on Tuesday, May 1st. I thought the whole title was die happy on Tuesday, but... <laughs> okay, die happy. I'll go with that. <laughs> <laughs> so the album will debut digitally exclusively on Bandcamp in May and will be released widely on all digital platforms later this year. Die Happy is the follow-up to Taub's debut album, Visitors, which was released in 2015. It was announced yesterday that Taub will celebrate the release with a special one-night-only concert and release party on Tuesday, May 15th at 7 p.m. at her creative home base, Joe's Pub, at the Public Theater. She'll also be previewing songs from the new album at her Joe's Pub shows on March 27th and April 23rd. Taub says, this album contains the most personal and most political songs I've ever recorded. I wrote them over a time of great change in the country and my own life. Die Happy is both a reckoning with adulthood and a celebration of love in the face of fear. Die Happy? I guess, uh, can, we hear, uh, can we hear clips of it ahead of time, or is it uh, just at this release party? I don't think she's released anything yet. Hmm. I think she wants you to come to Joe's Pub to find out. Okay, well, we'll have to do that. What's uh, what's happening in the show and casting news? All right, we've got plenty of things. First off, we have Broadway-bound Beaches musical will play London in 2019. So those looking forward to this Broadway show will have to wait a little bit longer as the musical heads to London for another tryout. Iris Rainer Dart, who wrote the novel on which the musical is based, said, we're just listening, refining, redoing, and seeing which songs work and which ones don't. The musical has previously played both Chicago's Drury Lane Theater, then starring Shoshana Bean and Whitney Beshore, and Virginia's Signature Theater, starring Alicia Umphris and Mara Davi. It will open in the West End in 2019, and Lonnie Price is set to direct. Now, for those who aren't familiar with the story, Beaches the Musical follows two extraordinary friends through 30 years of camaraderie, laughter, and sorrow. Vivacious, outlandish Cece and the beautiful, privileged Birdie meet as children and become fast friends. From pen pals to roommates to romantic rivals, Cece and Birdie's oil and water friendship perseveres through even the most tragic trials with a touching vulnerability. Beaches exemplifies the triumph of the human spirit and the bonds of sisterhood. I'm not sure why Matt and I couldn't do this when it comes to New York. You want to play Cece and Birdie? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. We could do that. I, I, you know, before we start recording every night, I always sing uh, Wind Beneath My Wings to him. It's true. Yeah, I've heard it. All right, uh, Ben Cl- Ben Platt. <laughs> I almost said Pen Blatt. Ben Platt <laughs> joins the cast of upcoming drama Run This Town. Yes, so Deadline caught the exclusive on news of this film. In addition to Platt, it will star Nina Dobrev, Mina Masood, who's going to be in the Aladdin film, and Damian Lewis, known from Homeland. The plot follows a young journalist, played by Platt, desperate to prove himself, who catches wind of a scandal involving a flashy, unpredictable politician with no filter. 
political aides have to keep their boss in check and the story under wraps in order to save their jobs. We don't have a whole lot more information on this yet, but I'm sure we will find that out soon. Is it uh, based on a true story? <sighs> oh, <laughs> it kind of feels like they all are at this point. <laughs> Rachel Bay Jones, uh, keeping with the Dear Evan Hansen theme here, Rachel Bay Jones joins the CBS pilot, God Friended Me. Yes. So this cast is always so much fun to talk about. It was reported yesterday that Rachel Bay Jones will be joining a new CBS pilot as a guest star who then will become a recurring character, assuming the series gets picked up. God Friended Me is a comedy series about an outspoken atheist played by Brandon Michael Hall whose life is turned upside down when God friends him on Facebook. Jones will play Susan, whose past is involved with the investigation into God's account. So that sounds like it could be pretty hilarious. <laughs> oh, it could be really good, or it could be really bad. <laughs> yeah, it's either going to be a little bit like the good place and that hilarious sort of off-color thing, or it's just going to fall apart. All right, our friends uh, Ken Davenport and Kurt Deutsch uh, optioned musical rights to the Griswolds' vacation story. Yes, so Davenport and Deutsch announced yesterday that they have optioned the musical rights to the characters from the hit film franchise Vacation to develop a new Broadway, a new musical titled Broadway Vacation. They've visited Wally World, they've toured Europe, they've lost everything in Las Vegas, and now the Griswolds are debuting on Broadway. What could possibly go wrong? Ken Davenport said, both Kurt and I came of age on the vacation film series and can't wait to bring the Griswolds to Broadway. If audiences thought their cinematic misadventures were funny, wait till Clark and his family get to Times Square. Kurt Deutsch said, millions of tourists come to New York for the first time every year and each one has a singular experience. The Griswolds' maiden trip to the city will be no exception, though in this case, theirs is guaranteed to be outrageous, unique, hilarious, and well-choreographed. While the characters are familiar, Broadway Vacation will take them on a completely original musical journey and on a trip to New York that they will never forget. As of yet, we do not have any dates attached to this project. Are you excited for this? Does this sound like something you'd like? This could be really good, or it could be really bad. <laughs> 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 but uh, I have faith in Kurt and Ken, and um, the Kurt and Ken show, you, you know, something fun will always come out of that. I hope that both of them are just really, really, really busy people. So I can't imagine that this is going to, this is an idea that they've optioned, and unless they've been uh, workshopping it, uh, be you know, under the sea be where there nobody's heard about it this is right. still many many years away from uh from coming up oh do we look need at this. this though do we need another movie adaptation musical i'm on a run of seeing shows that i've not been thrilled with uh so i'm asking a lot uh recently what has happened to broadway and do we need these things that i've seen in the last couple of days haven't opened yet, so I'm not going to really talk about it yet. But soon I will spill the spill the tea, as uh, as Matt Tamanini says. Yikes! <laughs> All right, Stocker Channing will reprise her role in Apologia in Roundabout's fall season. 
Roundabout Theatre Company announced yesterday that Tony and Emmy Award winner Stalker Channing will return to the New York stage in the off-Broadway premiere of Apologia by Alexi K. Campbell. Apologia will be directed by three-time Obie Award winner Daniel Aukin. Channing returns to the role of Kristen following an acclaimed run in London's West End in 2017. Apologia will begin previews performances off-Broadway on September 27, 2018 and open officially on October 16, 2018 at the Laura Pels Theater. There still will be a limited engagement through December 16, 2018. Direct from London, Alexi K. Campbell's Biting Play makes its New York debut with Stalker Channing in a powerhouse performance as a woman facing the repercussions of her past. You do not mess with Kristen Miller. In the 1960s, she was a radical activist and political protester. Now a celebrated art historian, the publication of her memoir threatens to split her family apart. But Kristen has never been one to shy away from a fight. Apologia is a passionate, human, and humorous clash of generations and beliefs, a lively look at yesterday's rebels living in today's reality. So this sounds exciting just because Stalker Channing is coming back, but it also could be a really cool show. So I have a funny Stalker Channing story. Oh, uh, do tell. My uh, 10-year-old, uh, Charlotte, is um, is a big fan of the Grease movie. And <laughs> I have put the Grease movie on an iPad, and she watches it over and over and over and over. Uh, and then uh, she came in my room uh, a month or so ago when I was watching uh, The West Wing on Netflix. And she looked at it, and she said, Rizzo's in this show? <laughs> I love she Stalker is. Channing. I love her. Oh, she's fantastic. Abby Bartlett. Oh yeah, Abigail, Doctor Abigail Bartlett. <laughs> um, all right. Next up in the news, flight extends at the McKittrick Hotel through April twentieth. This was on the strong uh, review of Matt Tamanini, wasn't it? I have not listened yet, so I don't know. <laughs> but I saw it with him, and we both really enjoyed it. <laughs> oh, good. You were with him that night. Okay. Yeah. It's a fascinating show, so it's very exciting that it's going to stick around. Oh, wait. Did Matt get you sick? That's what's going on here. No. No, Matt's not sick. No, he's just a carrier. He doesn't actually get sick. <laughs> All right. The McKittrick. <laughs> Yes, so due to popular demand, the McKittrick Hotel has extended the residency of Flight. Flight came to the city following a critically acclaimed run at the Edinburgh Fringe Festival, making its North American debut at the hotel on January 30th. It was originally intended to run just eight weeks. It will now close April 20th. Flight is an emotional and powerful work of art that invites the audience into its poignant story of human courage. Vox Modus artistic directors Jamie Harrison and Candace Edmonds created this unique and transporting experience based on British playwright Oliver Emanuel's adaptation of Hinterland, a 2012 novel by Carolyn Brothers. Now, James, have you seen it? Because it's it's just so fascinating. I haven't seen it, but Matt talked about it on Today on Broadway yesterday, and it was so interesting the way he posed it, and he refused to give any details about it uh, out because he didn't <laughs> want to ruin the concept for anybody, but it, he made it seem so intriguing that uh, it, I was not surprised when I saw that it had extended based upon his review. Oh, yes. He's entirely responsible for this one. Exactly. <laughs> All righty. Uh, Farinelli and the King recoups on Broadway. The Shakespeare's Globe production of Farinelli and the King, starring three-time Tony Award winner and Academy Award winner Mike, Mark Rylance, 
recouped its capitalization costs on Broadway and officially entered the hit column. The show just finished its limited run on March 25th. The producer said of the news, we've packed up our candles, but we are so pleased that Broadway was so welcoming to the rarefied world of Farinelli and the King. We're grateful to the wonderful crew at the Belasco Theater and to this company led by the extraordinary Mark Rylance for bringing Claire Van Kampen's beautiful play about the healing power of music to such extraordinary life. Close to 120,000 patrons attended Farinelli and the King on Broadway. We're especially gratified that over 25,000 of them did so through our $32 ticket access program, providing an affordable price point for more audiences and ensuring future generations of theater goers. So it proves that you can have cheap tickets and still do well, doesn't it? Yeah, I mean, I, I bet you that the producers would rather have broken even a week before they closed, but <laughs> it's good to Just do it right Just down at, to right, it, weren't they? Right at the finishing line there uh, that they uh, closed, but it's great that 25,000 people were able to see it at $32, and that's, uh, that's really awesome. Did you get to see Farinelli? I loved it. I thought it was really amazing, and I, I hope that closing in March is not going to affect it with uh tony nominations i did not see it but you know when i was in london um a friend of mine and i were at julius caesar and the girl working there said her brother was part of the cast and he got to make his broadway debut in the show so that's really cool that so many of those london actors got to come over and have such a great time yeah, I think this was uh, this was a very special show. I hope that folks uh, got a chance to see it, and I hope that there is a uh, it. I hope that there's a future life for it. I was thinking to myself, is it going to be as good with other actors in it? And I mean, it's hard to replace Rylance, but this world is filled with so many talented people. It's you know really replace Rylance, you make it your own, and uh, it's a really good work. It it was I. I think written by Rylance's wife, I think. So um, let me check that so I don't get that all incorrect and <laughs> fix it all tomorrow. Let's see. Yes, uh, it was written by Claire Van Campen, the, the wife of Mark Rylance. What a talented couple. Indeed. All right. Why don't you get us out of here? All right. Thank you for listening to Today on Broadway. Follow us on Facebook and Twitter at Broadway Radio. You can find me on Twitter at Julie Musback. And my name is James Marino from BroadwayRadio.com and BroadwayStars.com. Thanks for starting off your Tuesday with us. And Julie and I will be back for part two tomorrow. Just like Harry Potter. Just like Harry Potter. (laughs) 